Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. We have had barely any bad weather. And I know I'm jinxing us now because we're going to get a huge dump. Big time. Mm -hmm. No one cares what you look like. The personal growth you've had. No one. I've had no personal growth. You've actually... I've regressed. regressed. I've regressed. You've regressed significantly as a human being in 10 years. Mm -hmm. You're saying it's just the coupons? That's the reason that everyone takes 30 minutes to check out? I don't know. I want to yell. I'm like, what the are you doing up there? Mm-hmm. And I said, the restaurant, I said, the Park Hill Cafe used to work there, right? And she's like, yes. And looked at me like I was the craziest human on earth. So I told her I used to wash dishes there. And she's like, you did? Mm-hmm. We sold booze and we had a weed dispensary and a roller rink all under one roof. Jane Dan's roller hole. I'd never go home. <laughs> You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Stick that meat in my mouth. I'm never leaving the hole. It's the week of January 21st, 2019. We're almost done the year. It's almost over. 2019. What a year it was for us. <laughs> and uh, I have to say, I got a few tweets about this. I really f***ed up last podcast. Big time. This is all your fault, buddy. And I had a bad feeling about this. So last week I remarked and said, hey, this winter has been pretty easy. And uh, we are now in an Arctic chill. You, what were the exact words? I, I, uh, I wish we had them, but they were basically you were saying that it was it was mild. It was, uh, it was no bad weather. No what, bad I weather. What it was. Thank you, Christoph. No bad weather. Uh, you implied that we would be just sailing through till the summer. <laughs> and next thing you know, Ooh. the. F- and cold snap kicks us right in the nards. Yeah, it feels like I'm back in Fort McMurray where uh, it would be like minus 40 regular. It's been around minus 35 with the wind chill yeah. here in uh, Toronto. Toronto, the Toronto. GTA. Yeah, it's been brutal. Uh, don't feel sorry for us because you're probably listening in somewhere <laughs> much colder uh, than this uh, place. But, it, yeah, it, it was a shocker last night. And I'm not talking about the shocker. No. no. It was a shocker. Yes. When uh, I when I went from my garage to my house last night, I remember thinking, "Jesus Christ, it is colder than." It's an instant pick me up, and it feels like your face feels like you just had plastic surgery because everything <laughs> feels tight. You're like, "Wow, yeah. I, I bet I look great right now." It definitely wakes you up. Yeah, it definitely wakes you up. No question about that. I can't I can't dispute that. But uh, I'll take slightly warmer temps personally. <laughs> I'll take slightly warmer temps. Then. But we got some snow, um, so I got another toboggan day, and that was good. But then you're on the hill, and you're like, this is this is hell, because yeah. it's minus 20. Yeah, like my daughter wanted to play outside today in the afternoon, and I'm like, we're not, nope. And then she's like, well, I'm standing here. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess uh, we'll see how long you last then. And I went into the house. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I forced her to come in. The... Um, the schools, most schools closed. I'd never seen that. They co- closed, not because of snow. It wasn't a snow day. It was a cold day. See, what I notice is that uh, some of the, that uh, in the GTA anyway, the public schools were open, but the buses weren't running. So what if you needed a bus to get to school? You just hop in a cab? Yeah. You just as, a, as like a seven-year-old? 
Hey, need that cab. Where are you going? To school. Step on it, buddy. So cold, about 70% of the uh, pipes in my house are frozen. Luckily, the shower works, the shower works, wait, and wait, wait. the kitchen sink works. Are you works. living uh, like outdoors? <laughs> it's are an you old house. Camp? It's an old house, and the way they built them, the pipe is like up against the exterior wall. So if it, it gets cold outside, it just freezes. It's, yeah, it's insulation. Ba- it, it's a poor design. Um, and the back window in my car cracked because of the cold. <laughs> Yeah, that I've never heard of. I know. I let the guy, Brian, at my dealership know, and he's like, I've never seen that. It's covered by warranty. Just drop it off. Brian's a good guy. He's a great guy. I've actually never met him. Oh. He always has a loaner ready for me. <laughs> Ajax Hyundai. Go there. <laughs> that would be awesome if you started doing ads for Ajax Hyundai for the rest of your life. Dan O'Toole, like a like a seventy nine year old Dan O'Toole. Dan O'Toole here for Ajax Hyundai. You know me. You know me as the voice of Ajax Hyundai. I'm the voice of talk sports. Kid, kids like thirty years from now will be like, who's that old guy? It's in all those Ajax Hyundai <laughs> ads on my virtual phone. <laughs> oh, he used to be on a sports highlight show with this tall, skinny guy. And why does he have a cowboy hat on? Yeah, why does he have a cowboy hat and a big dip in and a, and a silvery beard and a big belly and a belt buckle that says D.O. on it? Hey, you want a f***ing car? You want a f***ing Hyundai space f***ing floater? Then f***ing come to us, Ajax Hyundai. I'm Dan O'Toole. You know me. I bought a car here when they still use gas. Remember that? Of course you don't. <laughs> uh, Dan, would you like to maybe do another take? Because we had a script for you. <laughs> you. I don't make scripts. I make gold. Commercials. <laughs> you want a new hoverboard, kids? We got them down here. Ajax Hyundai hoverboards. <laughs> Hey, all you people in Ajax, you want a pair of space floater boots? (laughs) Screw Toyota. (laughs) Hyundai has it covered. The Koreans got your space floater boots, so get down here to Ajax Hyundai. I'm Cowboy Dan, and you know (laughs) that I'll tell you that you tell them I sent you. Hyundai's are all we saw in South Korea. It's all anyone drove. Yeah, and Kia's. Which is the same company, essentially. Yeah, yes. yeah. Hyundai's and Kia's. Hey, or, I want. Oh to... no, sorry, Hyundai's. Hyundai, like Sunday. Exactly. That's that's. So what I that... guess I should not say the. <laughs> We've been saying it wrong the whole time. Uh, Mr. O'Toole, it's Hyundai. It's Hyundai. I like I Sunday? taped it. I'm out of here. <laughs> that's right. It's on tape. I'm getting the <laughs> out of here. Sir, you're a 79-year-old bachelor who lives in a small house <laughs> with frozen that is pipes. 159 years old with frozen pipes. Where do you possibly have to be? F*** you. I'm going to go take a f***ing hairdryer and melt my pipes right down. And then who will be laughing? Me, <laughs> cowboy dad. I wanted to hear something. This was sent to us. Oh, I can't wait. And I haven't heard it yet. So we last Christoph, week... Christoph, you got it. This is exciting. 
we came up with, um, we wanted to open our own liquor stores. And you asked people to send in songs or... Like a jingle. Yeah. And someone did that. The North Coast Band? You've heard this? I've not heard it either. Wow. Now, uh, D- Stoff, you've heard it? Yes, I listened to it. And? It's awesome. Now, Danny Wright, our social media guy, is just a terrific person. Looks like a young Connor McDavid. So Connor's 22, Danny looks like 18. Uh, he was raving about this, so I'm so excited to he, hear this. Speaking of Danny's age, he has like a... If you said he was 30, I'd say, okay. If you said he was 20, I'd say, okay. He's like an undetermined age. That's the way you want to be. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Cowboy Dan and his sidekick, old Squealy Jay, they look old as f- Yeah. Danny, 45? Sure. I believe you. I don't know if I'd say he's 45. 40? Mm, 30. 35 tops. Okay, 35. But he could also pass for 25, which he might be. He he is probably he probably is 25. So he's probably insulted that we said he could pass for 35. This would be great if we were bouncers. And someone <laughs> had, well, how old do you think he is? I don't know. 35? He could pass for 35. You're in, buddy. Get in here. You don't want to see my ID? F*** off. Get in here. Come on into the liquor bar. Which is, I think, this is what the jingle's for? All right, let's say let's, here. Let's hear here it. we go. The jingle for our liquor store coming soon. Wait, should I say it? Uh, probably say it. It begins to... Yeah. The North Coast Band. Check them out if you haven't already. That was fantastic. I love the harmonies. That blew me away. Beautiful stuff right there. And they got it down. Downtown Scarborough. That'll be our first location. So they sang one for the liquor hole and the liquor bar? Is that right? Was I I hearing? It's all one thing. Yes, yes. It's all one thing. It's a if we call it the liquor hole, you know, you can come by and check it out. I'm checking out these guys here. Let's see if they've... Uh, Tulsi, can you uh, flip Kristoff our guest's number today? Yep. Because I have... I, uh, so what happened was I had a phone. Okay, it's a bell phone. Okay. And then all of a sudden I couldn't make calls on it. Like I could make calls, but no one could hear me talking. As it turns out, the motherboard on my iPhone went. So I got a loner phone. And then I dropped the loner phone, and that smashed. And it has no contacts on it. 
Producer Tim says I have a phone problem. Yeah, you do. <sighs> Maybe you're right. Uh, okay, so as, that's been flipped. Our guest your today. motherboard. <laughs> it's not good. You sound very scientific by saying that. That's what they told me. I don't even <laughs> know what that is. <laughs> it's a piece of something inside <laughs> your phone? I guess. Yeah, I got motherboard problems. Yeah, I'm a f-ing motherboard. F-ing cacked out. You big motherboard guy or what? Motherboard's gibbled. Get on the fritz. Here we go. You want to hear about the North Coast? Love it. The oh, North no. Coast band. No, this is a different band. Never mind. Crack researcher, <laughs> Dan O'Toole. And welcome uh, to the show, the North Coast band. Guys, how did you come up with the uh, Jane Dan Liquor Bar song? I have no idea what you're talking about, Dan. Uh, we're not that. I think we got the name of the band wrong. I think it... See, there's a northern coast. Mm. I think they're the northern coast. Well, their YouTube says north coast. It does. Okay. Boy, this is going Maybe really well. They're going to be happy with us. <laughs> and went to all that trouble to put that synth-heavy, harmonized, beautiful jingle together, only to have us f- up the name of the group. The North Coast Band. Hmm. I dig it, man. That was really cool. Thank you, guys. Hey, we have another thing. Uh, should we just fire up podcast news uh, stuff? I love the jingle. Oh, you got him on the line? Oh, okay, perfect. Our guest today is uh, Jeremy Taggart, a uh, longtime friend of uh, Jay and Dan, Sports Center with Jay and Dan, presented by Tim Hortons, uh, Fox Sports Live, all the different shows we've hosted. And Terrific Guy hosts an amazing podcast with our other friend Jonathan Torrance called Taggart and Torrance. Check it out if you can. They were on a live tour of the West Coast over the past week and had an unfortunate thing happen while they were in Vancouver. Their van was broken into. Uh, Things were stolen, and they had to cut the tour short. So we're going to talk to him about it, make sure he's okay, that John's okay. uh, First off, that's bullshit. Just, like, just such a disastrous thing. Why? And people were, like, hanging out in the van? I think they slept in the van. I think someone slept in the van. So we're going to check. We're going to check in on our buddy, Jeremy Taggart. Jeremy Taggart. How are you, my friend? Hey, boys. How are you? I'm good. Uh, We we were a bit somber there, but because we don't know the details of what happened last week. We did say you guys were on tour on the West Coast. Uh, You're doing a bunch of dates, but you had to cut it short because the van was broken into. Can you you tell us more? Well, I mean, uh, the shows were great, and uh, we were coming uh getting ready to go to penticton after our vancouver show and we went up to our to the uh parking level at the hotel and in uh <clears throat> somebody had broken in and slept in the car and took some stuff and just uh you know the bummer you know to, to have everything kind of tra- trashed a little bit but i mean the person clearly needed to use it <clears throat> so um, well, uh, by the time we, we had to deal with the damage and, and the police report and all that stuff, there was no chance we were going to make it to Penticton. So we just had to c- cancel the show and we made a donation at the Salvation Army. And, uh, you know, I guess it's, uh, just hope, hopeful. One of those things that you just kind of, kind of sad, but it kind of realizes, you, you know, you realize that, uh, it's that no, those are things that we don't have to deal with, the, the desperation and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that person, because that, that takes a lot for someone to just sleep in the vehicle, not 
They ha- yeah. obviously had to be very desperate if they uh, yeah. weren't concerned about someone stumbling upon them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that, that to, to do to just kind of to to go in there and sleep for for more than whatever, and yeah, to to think anybody could come at any second. I don't. I can't imagine that. Mm. So uh, yeah, it was a bummer, but. Uh, you know the the tour was great and the shows are really good and uh, we have more next month in Alberta and uh, Saskatchewan and, and Manitoba too. So it uh, these things happen in Vancouver, man. Yeah, yep, yeah. they do. Yeah, they can. Yeah. Man, Tell- Vancouver and Montreal are both kind of bad for getting your stuff broken into. So just keep in mind if you're ever in those cities to park in places that are either well lit or at least. I mean, this was a gated uh, security area, like well, that- the one. That's what I can't understand. Uh, You were in a hotel park, like a parkade, essentially? Yeah, and it was like on the fifth floor with a gate on the fifth floor. Wow. This person probably had a key or had access to open the gate. Or maybe waited for the gate to open and snuck in, or who knows. Um, Are are you able to get back what was taken from you? Uh, Uh, No. (laughs) It was one of those things where it's like... that's unfortunate, you know, that where the police say, uh, but there's really nothing they can do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We yeah, even uh, if they see the people on camera, because uh, when I lived in uh, Redon, oh, actually, no, in Marina Del Rey in L.A., I had this really nice wagon that uh, my kids love where you take it to the beach and stuff. Someone just yeah. came in, they saw them on the camera, and the cops are like, well, we're never going to find that person. Yeah, but never. How are we ever no. going to find that person? So I'm just like, okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh well. Now, on a positive note, uh, you said the shows leading up to that were very good. Tell me, tell me about the shows. Absolutely. Yeah. What we cities? Had, uh, uh, well, we we started in in Nanaimo, so we've never been uh, ne- never been there. Is like, Nanaimo uh, home to the Nanaimo Bar? It is. It's it got to be right. Yeah. Okay. It absolutely is. So so uh, Nanaimo is a bit of a kind of. Uh, Got a little bit of a ham, the hammer of the island vibe, the Hamilton kind of vibe. <laughs> that's what it says on the welcome sign. <laughs> no, Nanaimo, my, the Hamilton my... of Vancouver Island. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or the, so you know, there's that a little bit where it's kind of like a. Apparently, it's the only city in Canada with its population that doesn't have a proper hockey rink. So apparently there's some stodgy cats at City Hall that don't like change in a certain manner. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So Imo might be just more kind of, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe it's just kind of that old school thing where it's like, we don't want anything. We don't want hockey. Don't bring anything to our town. <laughs> we got a barn. Look at the barn. It's like one of those super old, super decrepit ones. Just a Quonset? With, with the soft drink machine that's got the chicken... Chicken soup flavored hot chocolate. <laughs> well, no, we, and I actually Victoria, like Victoria, which was which was awesome. And uh, yeah, I love Victoria. Vancouver was great. So yeah, and the weather was insane. It was like plus eleven the whole time. Sweaters, man. And then yeah, you, my brother was golfing last week in Vancouver. He went skiing one yeah. day. He went golfing. That's unreal. Did you get to oh, golf? Yeah. What's that? Did you go golfing? Oh no, no, no. I wish that would have been nice. But uh, maybe next time. Maybe uh, I doubt it will be that warm in Edmonton or Calgary, yeah. Regina or Winnipeg in the next run. Is that, those are some of the cities you're going to tell that's, us? That's the next run, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
the prairies. So <laughs> what happens? You fly into Cowtown and you get in a car and you just start driving. Baby. Yeah, yeah, we got a couple eight-hour bangers. <laughs> yeah, you guys see that? Have you guys done that ever? Oh, like, done lots of driving through the no, prairies. No, but you two driving for like five hours. No, we did. A, we we would do long drives on the craft tour, but yes. we had someone driving a bus, yeah, and we just right. sat in the back and got had fun. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we were so, spoiled. Yeah, no, uh, everything's cool, and the next round will be great. And uh, you know, bummer that that happened, but. Uh, Hopefully that guy can get his life together. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a good way of looking at it, I'd say. I think he took, I'm pretty sure they took like 50 TNT toques. So there oh, might wow. be an explosion of TNT toques <laughs> around like Hastings. <laughs> well, I mean, that's one way to advertise, I guess. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's good. Watch, it turns out to be my brother, Sean, that day. <laughs> right. <laughs> you see some squeegee guy next time you're there with a TNT pod hat. That's right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I kind of like that idea, running yeah. into one of those buds. Yeah. Um, so now, and then you go from the beautiful uh, 11 above West Coast weather back to yeah. this, this deep freeze that we're in. frozen polar vortex thunder. Oh, oh, my God. Did you see <laughs> Trump's tweet about uh, the weather? Could he use that global warning, yeah. something like that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Of course. If you another chance to make a right-wing gag, yeah. get the base all fired up. He's full of them. Yeah, man. They love it. I don't know what I... Like, I was kind of, like, joking around. Like, yeah, like, if you had a MAGA hat on, like, you, people think you're an idiot. Like, how could you wear it in public? But then you... There's people wearing them all the time down there, like oh, yeah. airports and stuff. Oh, just, yeah. It yeah. boggles my mind. If you ha- you, you're you okay enough to just say, like, I am an asshole. I'm proud of it. Kanye West wearing yeah. them. Yeah. Did he, did he, didn't he throw it out, though? Oh, probably. I mean, I don't know. That guy. <laughs> I was on the week. Uh, Jeremy, I went to uh, New York a couple weeks ago, and... I saw Starbucks across the street from where I was at, and it was in Trump Tower. I'm like, I got to go in there. Yeah. So I went in, and there's obviously those MAGA hats everywhere. And in the Trump bar, it's the saddest looking bar on earth. All the the Trump supporters are hanging out at the bar. And I oh. wanted to go down and just, just eavesdrop. Oh, just yeah, listen just in. There. To see well, what no, the hell is like, going on. Here's some court jokes about Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Going, just going dressed as Hillary. Every That'd be single good. time. There's no collusion. The guy hitting his friend on the back. And big, uh, huge assault rifles out front. The, the the cops are holding. And I guess they'll be there until Trump like passes away. Because until the end of yeah, his he's day. got sec- he's got security detail till he yeah. dies. Yeah, KG, KGB. KGB, that's right. <laughs> uh, well played. Oh, my God. Oh, Taggart. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, are you guys excited for the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, you know, I would have loved to have seen the Patriots lose. I'm not going to lie Yeah, to you. no kidding. I have nothing against the Patriots. No, I really just, don't have a dog in that fight. I just, no. I'm done with the Patriots. Uh, they've had enough success. Uh, I'm good with it. I don't even get, I don't get enjoyment out of Brady coming, starting, getting that comeback <laughs> to happen. Yet. I'm starting to think that Belichick has like a time machine. 
You know what I mean? Because they're just so consistent. Like Biff in uh, Back to the Future too. Yeah, where he'd learn like all the scores. There's always stuff. there's always something that that you know that call where he just didn't test the ball or did that. Like, yeah, that was just so classic. Relative. Yeah, like, it was. Or the uh, the offside call on the <laughs> yeah. Chiefs defensive lineman where you're like, oh, game over. No, oh, no, yeah. game not over. Yeah. Okay, yeah. never mind. And the personnel that Brady does it with from year to year, like a, a lot of times yeah. you're like, oh. Oh, that's his first catch of the season. Oh, it's a game-winning catch. Oh, okay. Well, there's always a couple of stars, and then there's like... the actual zombies, like on linebackers that aren't alive. He'd love it. He'd absolutely love it. Vince Wilfork dies. He's back now. He's a zombie now. He figured it out. He's got dead guys on the team now. Once the Rams won, I wanted wanted Breeze, you know, to get... I was like, either want Breeze and Brady... Or I want the new kids. I want Goff yeah, and Mahomes. Like, I just I want know. the new guard. So now I'm, it's like two weeks of Brady, like, oh, I'm the greatest of all time. We already know that he's the greatest of all time. Like, and he's we, got you, the big face always, the smile. Oh, yeah, the smile, the and clothes. For, and for a guy that successful. Hair, no, fancy hair plugs, plugged up hair. But that's the thing I was just going to say. He's made so much money. He's been so successful, but it still looks like he cuts his own hair. I don't <laughs> I know, get it. I think he's added extra hair every year. Yeah. So there's just like that now it just kind of looks like there's so much hairline you put in there that there's no normal cut you can deal with. You got the Ray Bork. You got yeah, the- he's like, I want to go full chimpanzee here. <laughs> I want to bring it down at the front. Now, uh, what's your uh, what's your Super Bowl ritual? Do you uh, do you have a party? Do you go to a party? We have to work. We yeah. watch the a bit of the game at Which I like, home, actually. and then we go into work. Because we usually bring in chili tools. Are you going to bring in your chili this year? i got to find that recipe. If I can find the recipe. So, yeah, that's the move. You just make some chili and hang out with the family and, uh, you know. Watch the commercials with the gang. Yeah. Now, the what's kids, the... Who's the, the halftime this year? Maroon 5. Maroon 5. Yozers. Not Yikers good. Yikers Island. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone's like, no, no, they're good. I'm like, do they have... There's the Moves Like Jagger song. Like, do they have five hit songs? They they, they've been that. around for like 20 years. I know. I, yeah. I so they have a hit every guys. year. They, yeah. they, did, they did that show with... Uh, the Moncton Rolling Stones show at the hip. Remember that big one out east? Nope. Anyway, I played this show with the hip and the Stones and then Maroon 5 were on it. Hmm. And I, I knew the guitar player a little bit in L.A. and hung out with him. He's a nice guy. But we're just sitting there at catering and the Adam Levine guy's talking about like his latest conquest with women. <laughs> He's like, oh, did you see her? Did you guys see her? Oh, man. And there's this other one last week. Did you guys see her? Oh, man. And now he's all married up. He has kids, I believe, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. it's just like... He had a run. I'm pretty sure he had a good run. Going through his rolly deck. <laughs> With the girls. rest of the band. I'm sure the rest of the band's like, great, we got the stranglers. Yeah. Thanks yeah. a lot. Jeremy, you, you've, you've experienced it. You've lived it. Of all the Canadian music rock stars, who was the, the, the best... Who would be the Adam Levine of Canada? What do you mean, like back in the day? Like, yeah, with getting the, the ladies. Wheel? Who was just uh, who's getting all had the no ladies. problem with who the ladies? Has a big wheel? Steve Bur- Anthony, Burton Cummings, <laughs> <laughs> Dan uh, well, Gallagher. Depends. Rest in peace. It depends on what you guys are, where the bar is. I don't know. Uh, depends because there's like there's there was guys that like didn't have a lot of success success, but always had lots of women, or you know, vice versa. 
women with guys. I don't know. Ian Thornley was probably out there a lot. Thornley? Mm, I could see oh, yeah. that. Good for him. Uh, he's the lead singer of a band called Thornley. I am at, and I am Thornley. At, <laughs> and what was his other band? I'm trying to think who else was like always wheeling. Big Wreck. Wasn't he the lead singer of Big Wreck? He had like a shirt, ABW. Always be wheeling. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who's got that badge? He's in the bathroom. He's like, I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> Play that song. <laughs> What's that song called? That tune? Play that tune. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Blown wide open. Blown wide open was their big hit. 1998. From the bathroom outside. Just waiting for the ladies to. And come the oh, that's that song is called that song. Yeah. <laughs> that song. <laughs> Taking a pee, singing it all loud. Wait, you're that guy? Yeah. That's and the that. oaf. My luck is wasted. So those were their three big hits oh, off yeah. their. Uh, one was from 97, the other is from 98. Oh, he's still going. He's, he's still rocking it. Big Rack's still tour, I think. <clears throat> still doing their thing. Yeah, good guitar player. Um, what do you make of... speaking? You're going through the prairies. Are you guys making a stop in Moose Jaw, Jeremy? No, we're just uh, Regina. Like I said, it's uh, Edmonton, Calgary, Regina, and Winnipeg. Okay, so yeah. it, if you go through... Moose Jaw on the way to Regina. If you're you happen to go that way, did you yeah. know that Burton Cummings just moved to Moose Jaw? Really? From the San Fernando Valley in Los Angeles, he was living what? in the in the valley for like the last several decades. Apparently, maybe he's trying to go off the grid. I don't know. He because he got into a bad car accident apparently last oh, year. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Wasn't it? like that really bad. It, but I think he's he's okay now. I think he's yeah. okay. But. Yeah, I don't know if he just decided I uh, needed a lifestyle change or something. Like, because yeah. he's from Winnipeg, so I was like, well, I could see him having gone back to Winnipeg, but then Moose Jaw is an interesting choice. It uh, is, yeah. I'm gonna have to look into that. Yeah, yeah. It would be so cool if you guys could uh, could you know hang out with them, talk get, a little, uh, get, a little share him, the land, take him to the track, <laughs> spend some money on the ponies, that kind of thing. Get, get take us to Salisbury House. Oh, yeah, he's got money in that. Right? Yeah, he's got money in that one. You're going to the peg. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like the Salisbury thing? <laughs> you can have a steak, guys. I, are they I'm still... in there with them? Are the burg- have a hot sock. Hot, was it a hot hamburger? I'm going to get a hot hamburger. <laughs> They're, the burgers at the Salisbury house were called, like, the main one? Do you know this, Toolsy? What nope. is well, They're, didn't they have like the hot hamburger with the you know the two patties with the gravy on it? That's classic, no? Well, I don't. I I just know that their main burger was called the Big Nip. <laughs> the Big Nip. I'm pretty sure. I hope I'm getting that right. The Good Big stuff. Nip. Yeah. I love it. I hope I I'm love everything right. Burton. Yeah, uh, he's great. Jeremy, we got to let you go. We got to get to our next guest. Uh, when no does the next tour start? The next uh, leg. It's the end of Feb. So yeah. Awesome. AggartonTorrens.ca for all your details. Perfect. And uh, just uh, look out for someone with a, if you need a Taggart and Torrens toque on the streets yeah. of Vancouver. Absolutely. They're there. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. See you, bud. See you, bud. That's uh, Canadian rock legend Jeremy Taggart. Uh, I was right. The big nip.
at uh, Salisbury House. That's what you. Uh, that's what you get. Seems to be a bit of an odd. Uh, odd Here's name. my take. Uh, the day that Burton invented the big nip, he had just uh, come face to face with a huge, beautiful set of of areolas, big nipples, <laughs> and he thought to himself, "You know what? As a tribute to those nips." <laughs> Daddy's calling his burger the big nip. And people are like, uh, do you maybe want to make a difference? <laughs> sure. No. That's Bur- the name. Burton, That's I know crazy. you're in charge, but uh, maybe we come up with something a little different. That could also potentially be offensive. <laughs> um, so I mentioned our next guest. It's going. It's kind of like the Jeff O'Neill podcast last yes. week. We're tacking on an interview from our TV show. That's right. And it's a good one. And... The reason we wanted to do it is because today, just as if this season for the Edmonton Oilers could get any weirder, this was the weirdest day of the season. And that's saying something because it started with Connor McDavid, you know, them them speaking to Connor McDavid in practice, and he was sort of like, you're either with us or against us in that dressing room. And then I think his words were misinterpreted. Like, it was almost like people were like, oh, is there a rift in the dressing room? And then everyone was like, no, like, it's not like that at all. Well, then he said, he's like, uh, he's like well, no. yeah, that doesn't apply to this room. No, exactly. So he cleared that up. That was kind of weird. And then and then they put uh, Ryan Spooner and I believe Ty Ratty on waivers. So the thing with Spooner is Spooner's the guy they got for Ryan Strom, and Ryan Strom's the guy they got for our friend Jordan Everly. So bottom line is they got... Nothing for Jordan Everly. <laughs> I know. So that's bad. And then the weirdest thing was the afternoon where their goaltender from Finland, Miko Koskinen, who has been good this year. He has been good. They took a chance on him. He's been good. They signed with a three-year deal uh, worth like $4.5 million a season. And uh, this is after playing like 27 games. And everyone's saying they overpaid by at least a million. Yeah, everyone. everyone's saying that... Well, I think the main, you know... The main crux of the issue is why now? Like why why not wait till I don't know, later? Like the season's a disaster. Having said that, they're only a couple points out of the playoffs, it actually blows my mind. Miro Koskinen, when you see him without his helmet on, he looks he unlike Danny, our social media star, he does Oh, he looks he doesn't look thirty. He look he's thirty, he looks forty seven? Yeah, he looks mid forties, like us. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, Dustin Nielsen, who's a TSN radio host in Edmonton, uh, also former Fort McMurray Oil Barons play-by-play guy That's right. like he Dan. Took, he had the job right after me. He's uh, an Edmonton radio star. We wanted to bring Dustin on because we wanted to talk about the Oilers. Man, it must be tough covering that team this year. Yeah, and he talks about them every single every day. Every day he's got So he knows what's on Oilers fans' Yeah, mind. yeah. So we wanted to chat with him. So uh, without further ado, here is... Uh, Dustin Nielsen. For reaction, we're going to Edmonton. This is exciting because uh, this is a guy we've wanted to have on for a little while. Dustin Nielsen, TSN 1260 Radio in Edmonton, recently called the Spangler Cup for us on TSN, did a great job. Dustin, you've been covering this team for a while. You've been covering Connor McDavid for a few years. Are you surprised he remains this committed to this franchise after everything they've gone through the last couple of years? Yeah, you could make an argument that he's like the only person in the city that remains committed to this <laughs> franchise, but but he does. I mean, and, and because of the way he is, you just want to believe in him. I think the, well, the entire city wants to believe in him. They want to believe what he's trying to say as well. And, you know, the fact that, you know, it's not on these guys, it's not on them, it's on the players in the room. But McDavid, he's, a, he's an exceptional talent, but I think what we see 
as his team continues to go through hard times for guys is that he's probably an even better leader. I think he's done an excellent job as a captain for a, a very young guy to be put into, obviously, one of the most difficult spots in the league. Dustin, I'm going to run through a little timeline here for you. In oh. 2017, Peter Shirley, he, he traded Jordan Eberle for Ryan Strome, who was traded for Ryan Spooner, who was waived on Monday. So in other words, the Oilers gave up Jordan Eberle for absolutely nothing. Is this the worst trade that Shirley's made? Yeah, it, look, it's tough to lose a Ryan Strome trade twice, but <laughs> he basically lost a Ryan Strome trade twice. I mean, trading Jordan Everly for Ryan Strome at the beginning, I was like, okay, let's let's see where this goes. They're saving some money, but he didn't really do anything with the cap space after, which a lot of people kind of frowned upon. And then Ryan Strome this year obviously gets off to a tough start. You trade him for a guy who's also off to a, an awful start. With that being said, Ryan Strome at the end of next season is an RFA. So this is a guy you could have had around for a long time and then the cherry on top today is that ryan spooner gets put on waivers i'm gonna look into the future for you guys here nobody's gonna claim ryan spooner so he's still gonna be at edmonton oilers it's just a matter of where he's gonna play within the organization i don't want to sit there and defend the trade because i didn't like the trade from the very beginning but at the same time ryan spooner's come in here and hasn't it's not like he's got five or ten games with mcdavid or dry or nugent hopkins and not produce i mean a lot of these guys that bring in here they try to have them fix their problems in the bottom six and I don't know if anybody would have told you that Ryan Spooner's a guy who can fix a bottom six. So it's not really fair on the player either, to be honest with you. The, maybe the biggest news for Monday, so much news out of Edmonton Monday. <laughs> they signed Miko Koskinen, Shirelli does, to a three-year deal, $4.5 million a season. Uh, your Twitter reaction was terrific. You said you were mystified by the timing. Tell us why. Dustin. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm not too sure I know exactly what mystified means, but it was a good word to use at the time. I was actually on the air with Jason Strudwick, like being a guest on Gregor's show today when the news broke. And I thought I was being pranked because the timing of it just doesn't make any sense. I don't know why they had to do this today. It, I don't know if it'll ever actually make sense to me. You look at this guy and he started extremely well. He had a seven game stretch. that was absolutely phenomenal. But his numbers got worse in November. They got worse in December. And then so far in January, they haven't been very good at all. Like he's got an 891 save percentage in January. And I don't think there would have been teams lining up at the end of the season to give Miko Koskinen big dollars. So the Oilers probably could have got him. Even at this number, if he turned his play around and was brilliant in the second half of the season, I don't think he's probably going to cost you much more than $4.5 million then. The other side of it is, what if he continues to trend downwards, like a goaltender who hasn't played in the league in five years, uh, and then all of a sudden you're sitting here in April being like, well, we've got this guy for 4.5 million years, and he just got steadily worse throughout the season. So I hope it works out for Koskinen. He's a really nice guy. <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously you hope it works out for the team, but this is a guy who's played 31 games in the National Hockey League and just got $13.5 million from the Oilers, which, I mean, his agent is an absolute genius. Um, <laughs> And I think everybody should try to get Miko Koskinen's agent, to be honest with you. What uh, an interview. Unbelievable. Wow. That was his first ever appearance on our TV show. That was cool. Uh, the, and probably the last. We had to... I did not like him. We had to tell producer Tim, let's get him. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I don't think he was against it, but he wasn't for it. I don't know if he's against or for anything anymore. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of like, whatever. You guys are going to do it anyway. I mean, the thing is, when the thing that really gets me is when I walk in to our office area, we've got all these desks, all these bright, young, talented people working with us. 
And everyone turns around and says hi when I walk in, except Tim. He's just looking at his tweets. He's on TweetDeck. If you ever need to know anything about TweetDeck, give Tim a call. It is chaos. It's, it's like the, the internet blew up or puked on your screen. He loves it. Just like he likes Michael Bay movies. Anyway, uh, we should probably go. Yeah, next week's podcast, uh, I found some gems we're going to play. Uh, I found my um, an audition tape that I did for Ooh. my first TV job. Ooh. And I found my... CK DJ! That was radio. This one's TV. Ooh. And I found my um, my uh, demo reel. From- do, you, do you have any more CK DJ drops uh, stuff before we go? No stuff. Yep. You go night night. Oh, oh, he's looking. He's looking. Um, Stuff's uh, furnace was not working. Yeah, that's dangerous. When actually. it was minus thirty five. Not, not even jo- a joke. That's da- that's not good. You woke up with uh, icicles on your. Uh, You'll be sleeping in your van. <laughs> icicles in a lot of places. Ooh, ooh. tell me more. Yeah, that sounds hot. Mark this on your calendars with a big red star. Oh, what a nerd. Jesus Christ. I promise I'll be a bit better, I think. I have not seen these. Um, I just found them, and we can't find a system to play a beta cam tape. And I I think I have a good one, too. So I'll bring that. Now, also next week, Mark Forward, comedian Mark Forward, will be either in studio or on the phone to talk about his new comedy special. And he's a fan of Jane Dance. Is it on Crave? I'm not sure. Netflix? I don't think so. I'm not sure. I'm no. not sure. I got to get the intel on that. I I know more. I love comedy specials. I know more about the North Coast band than I do about uh uh man Sebastian Maniscalco on Stern was so funny talking about his part in The Irishman when he was Did you hear him talking about that? No, I listened to the first part of the interview. I didn't get that uh, deep. He got cast in this new Scorsese Netflix movie and he was in a scene the first day with Pesci and De Niro. Oh wow. And he's like He's like, I didn't know what I was doing there. I, <laughs> I wasn't invited into the huddle. <laughs> he is so funny. He's anyway. got a new uh, yeah. special, but I don't know. It's on a streaming service you can't get in Canada. No. Because all you can get in Canada, as we know, is Crave. Just Crave, baby. Crave TV. And by the way, all your CTV shows are streaming, too. Yeah, that's all I do. I'm When kids are asking, hey, what are you watching tonight? Yeah. I'm like, I'm just streaming. Yeah, I just stream. My erections have returned. All right, we got to run. Have you got your hoverboard yet? No, I'm just streaming. <laughs> See ya. They're going home.
This is the Jay and Dan Podcast. 